0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, October 8th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. Subsidies for motion pictures are a particularly wasteful form of corporate welfare, but states in recent years have jumped on board to attract a famously transient film industry. Jarrett Skorup is a policy analyst at the Mackinac Center in Michigan. At the State Policy Network's annual meeting in September, we discussed how Michigan snuffed out film subsidies. How much money has... Michigan handed out in subsidies to film producers?
1: Our program began in 2008, um, and for the first three years, it was uncapped. So they were doing over $100 million a year. And so the total amount since then, $475 million.
0: Uncapped. What, is it, what does it mean to say that a, a subsidy program is uncapped? They could spend as much as they wanted.
1: And in Michigan, those were, I mean, everywhere, but 08, 2009, 2010 were particularly horrible years for the budget. So they were, yeah, they could, the film office had discretion to subsidize films
0: as much as they wanted. And it was uh, $400 million over since 2008? Uh, $475 million. So what could have brought it to an end when it was started during bad economic times? Yeah, the, the bill, the total vote in the
1: House and Senate in 2008 was 145 to 1. So it was unanimous in the House, and there was one senator that voted against it. Um, So the Mackinac Center did, you know, we did reports on this. We did research all, you know, throughout those years. Uh, We got a new governor in Michigan, Governor Rick Snyder, who he wasn't totally opposed to it, but he made it pretty clear. He thought that, you know, he was going to cap it. He was going to limit it severely. And so then finally, in this past, the 2014 election, you had enough... Uh, Republicans that this was actually an issue for them for a variety of kind of interesting reasons and then uh, made clear they want to get rid of it. And so there was enough political will to finally do it. And we have a lot of money we're trying to divert divert more towards roads here in the state of
0: Michigan. So that all kind of came together and, and worked out. What personal interest did various Republicans have in eliminating film tax credits?
1: There were some that were principled on it, um, but the interesting... Thing you got, Michigan made uh, in under a Democratic governor. The on the, the board of the film office was a guy named Michael Moore, who did a film, an anti-capitalism film called "Capitalism: The Love Story." That was partially shot in Michigan, and he was approved for a million dollars in incentives to do that film. So, uh, our news website broke that story, and so interestingly, of course. The, the policy research on film incentives, um, more so than almost any other economic issue, is pretty much unanimous. You have economists on the left who say it's a waste of money. They might think you should spend this money on education, um, and Tax Foundation hates it. The independent economists for the state found it to be a waste of money. However, what resonated for a lot of these new elected Republicans in the state was finding out, hearing from grassroots people, we gave money to Michael Moore. And so that was
0: one of the big reasons for him. Okay. So what uh, what advice do you have for other states? Many states have these film credits or film offices. They are actively courting people to come make movies in their states. My, my home state of Kentucky had a not dissimilar program. What do you yep. tell them? Yeah, the
1: the th- the main three things that we um, that we did. I mean, you know, you're not going to find that Michael Moore story necessarily in every state. However, one big thing is to just refute the job numbers. So every state, it's the exact same story. I've Done research in lots of states on this. They have these crazy amount of economic development and jobs that they're claiming based on dubious studies, dubious statistics, all usually done the same way, put out by. Promoters of the film. Go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics numbers on this. There are very few film jobs uh, across the nation, and there are very few in each state. In Michigan, um, there was a total of only a few thousand film jobs. There was a few thousand when we started the program. There was about two dozen less um, after $475 million. So we weren't creating the jobs. So you can show that with the real, raw numbers. And eventually, for us, the media began picking that up. And then they were the other side was forced to kind of go with other arguments that it just makes the state look good and we'll get tourism dollars and things like that. So that was number one. Um, The second was we made it, uh, Michigan has term limits, so we were able to make it somewhat of a campaign issue. So we got a lot of Republicans on the record. Um, They had the majority in the state of Michigan um, and a few Democrats that were opposed to the program who Michigan, most of that subsidy money Went to Disney. And so you had a few principal Democrats who were saying this is an out of state company, billion dollar company, um, a why publicly you,
0: traded corporation. Publicly traded,
1: you cannot get all kinds of information. Why are we giving them that money? And so f- for Democrats, that argument can have some effect. Um, but for Republicans, just getting them on the record, are you going to be? interested in doing those types of subsidies. And then the third thing that really helped us was we have a particularly good chamber of commerce. That's hard in a lot of states sometimes, um, but our chamber was on board with helping and that it was just such a tremendous waste of money and they wanted to, that money to be spent on transportation and other more necessary items. So we had coalition partners of some sort. We tried to do coalition partners with groups on the left, we were unsuccessful in Michigan, but that's a good route to take also in other states.
0: When uh, producers of films, when economic development people, that is to say the economic development industry, wants to promote something, they use something called a multiplier. So how is, it, how is that used when it comes to film tax credits?
1: Yeah that's, yeah, that's where I'm getting at with the dubious research. So they're going to do these tremendous multipliers, and for some reason
0: film dollars are worth much more than anything else. So a multiplier being, yeah, even though these jobs are temporary, but while they're here, they're going to stay in hotels, right. and they're going to eat at restaurants, and they're going to rent cars, and that creates jobs, and then those people spend money, and, and so on and so on.
1: Right, yeah, we were pretty consistent, you know, pointing out that argument, you know, of course, that that money's going to be spent somewhere, and so what you're talking about is if redirecting it through this economic development... Agency, which I put in quotes for those listening on the pod podcast, um, that they're somehow going to spend it better than people are going to spend their their own dollars, um, and and that's that argument works for some people. It doesn't work for others. People like films, and and one big problem with this is the media loves it in particular because if you get Ben Affleck walking down the street, you can get twenty or thirty stories out of it, and it generates a lot of excitement. So that was a huge obstacle to overcome.
0: So who decides this film gets a million dollars and this film gets nothing?
1: Yeah. In Michigan, it was the Michigan Film Office. Um, so there, it's a board of members and it's a few employees, and they were the ones making those decisions. The We we did a lot of uh, my colleague, James Homan, who's our assistant director of fiscal policy, he was always trying to get together, a do a movie showing of all the films that we subsidized in the state because you had some really horrible um, films that were done. Um, Harold and Kumar, not the first one, the second one. I'm sure you all saw that. Um, different kind of low-level budget films that were kind of a joke. We did that mostly to get media attention, but the film office is pushing back. Of We're looking at the jobs that they're going to create rather than... Um, you know the titles, or how good the film is, or something like that. But of course, um, a lot of times they're going to pick the big budget film to do. So you can you can you can say how how did this film get picked? Well, it's not based on those jobs or anything. It's they want to do a film that's going to get a lot of uh, attention in the state of Michigan, and so you can kind of show that.
0: It seems like it's problematic on First Amendment grounds too that you've delegated to this uh, board of uh, people with millions of dollars at their disposal to make decisions about uh, what films receive state support, right. and which films don't. That seems like a that on it, on its face. And at
1: the very least, it's it's ironic for this art, you know, these supporters of the arts. Michigan's wasn't too bad. They had somewhat of a process set up, um, but you get, like in Florida, yeah, there's morality clauses and stuff like that. Um, and so it's ironic because you have these art supporters coming out, um, you know, lobbying for state support and a state board that's picking based on uh, what kind of that's making decisions based on that morality clauses and things. Big picture for people
0: who are just interested in this. How pervasive is it?
1: There were almost no states doing this in 2002. And then by 2009, there were 46 states. So this is in almost every now. Now, a few of those have cut back. So we're about 40 or 41 states, um, depending on how you define subsidies are doing that. Nowadays, so I think we've reached a tipping point. Iowa cut their incentives back. North Carolina cut theirs. Michigan, obviously now, um, Wisconsin got rid of theirs. So there are a lot of governors and legislators who have woken up to this and realize that um, it's a big waste of money, and they can put it they can put it to better use in other ways. But this is pervasive everywhere. So it's very likely your state's going to do that. Now, the other thing is California and New York have massively upped their subsidies in this past year. So when California is doing 400 million in subsidies and New York is doing 350 million in subsidies, That sucks up a lot of the films, and and a lot of those were going to go there anyways, but you're not going to compete with that. Kansas is not going to compete with those types of films. You might get one here or there, but it's just not going to be near worth. You're not going to build any type of industry, and that's how it's always sold. In every state, you can read, it's the exact same argument. You're going to build an industry in your state, but when every state is subsidizing it, no state is going to build an industry, and obviously, they Film is particularly bad because it's a very transient industry and can move very quickly, and so you're not going to get the economic development promised.
0: Jarrett Skorup is a policy analyst at the Mackinac Center in Michigan. Learn more about the waste of corporate welfare at our website, cato.org.